Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips, and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your expertise. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Events for Breakfast podcast. I am your podcast host, Kelly Frew. And I've just got to say thank you to everyone that shouted out this week and got in touch to say how pleased they are that we're back. It is great to be back. And we've got lots more interesting guests coming your way. This week is actually no exception. We've got a wonderful young lady joining us and her name is Kat Kevin. Now, Kat is the chair of NAWI and NAWI is the Network of Women in Events. I know, I'm interested already. (laughs) It's going to be such a good one. So I'll tell you a bit about Kat before we get going. Kat has been heavily involved in the music events scene over the last eight years, working at some of the most popular music events. Um, So she's got lots of experience all around the world, um, working on ski festivals, music festivals, and she's actually been focusing her attention more recently on graphic design, web design, and marketing projects. However, like we say, she is the chair of NAWI, and I, I want to find out more about women in events. It is, yeah, we just want to dig deeper, don't we? So let's go and interview Kat now. Come along with me, and I will see you at the end. Welcome to the podcast. It's so good to have you on tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. And um, we've just discussed offline a little bit there around why we, what you're here to talk about. And I'm very excited to find out more. Before we get right into the topic, though, can you tell me a little bit more about you and how you got involved in the events industry, please? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Kat Kevin and I am independent. So I work for a variety of different clients and I've been working in the events industry for over seven years now. I fell into it by accident um, when I used to live in Paris. Um, <laughs> I used to work at clubs and things like that and decided to go to uni, get a degree um, and get more involved with large scale music events and more so into corporates. And when I was at uni, I discovered Naui. Um, I got lots of events work through Facebook so naturally I wanted to get as involved as possible and that's kind of how I met Zach Fox who is the founder. The founder of NAWI. Now um, obviously NAWI is an acronym so tell us more about NAWI before we come on to the next question which I like to ask tell me a bit more about NAWI first and foremost what does it stand for? So the Network of Women in Events it was established in 2013 Um, initially a little bit out of anger and um, (laughs) lack of representation. Um, Things have come a long way in the last 10 or so years, but um, it is still an area that can be improved and that's what we're working towards. So we have a couple of main pillars which are increasing representation, um, drawing attention to job opportunities and facilitating a network that provides a safe space um, where women can share their experiences and encourage open discussions. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just so passionate about this already. I absolutely love it. Um, I come from a, a family of four brothers and one sister. So we are heavily um, <laughs> overtaken by the men in this way as, as we were growing up. Um, and I am a huge, I say feminist, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nice feminist as we go yeah. with it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> So this is a this is an area, and I'm being serious though, it is a really important area. And we're going to come on to more about that first in in a moment. But there's always a question I like to ask first and foremost, and that's around like what motivates you in events? Why events? What makes you jump out of bed every morning and and gets those fires burning in the belly? (laughs) Great question. Um it's probably just every day is different. We're always going to be working on a different project and being thrown unexpected challenges, thinking I'd be resolving problems. I guess just the unexpected. You never just, you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely agree. You, you just don't, do you? Even before the pandemic, we didn't know what was going to happen there. Like to a certain degree, you know, it was such a variety. Now we don't know even more so. But <laughs> it is such an exciting industry to be involved in, isn't it? For that reason, that we just never know what's going to come our way, really. Um, so I'm going to come back to championing women because that is what we're here to talk about today. Um, as an industry, then let's just get really down and dirty about this and being really, really honest. How good as an industry are we at championing women in events? Um, I guess it's a really difficult question because different parts of the industry are very different. So I would say um having spoken a lot with people in other industries well other areas of the industry so maybe conferences and corporate um a friend of mine was actually surprised when he he heard about that week because he said well that, that's strange most women that I work well most events professionals that I know are women and yeah. he worked in lots of corporate so he said you know it, it, women are very um well respected in corporate events and I do still think that there's a long way to go for women in sporting events and music events and yeah. live live music events really um and also it would probably depend from company to company so some are very progressive and some aren't and again in different fields of events so maybe when it comes to crew and production it's very male dominated and when it comes to other jobs it, it can be more female orientated so it's a very tough question to answer yeah, but you've covered such an array of things there to discuss. Now, I, I do work in corporate events, so um, and yeah, I'm quite senior in corporate events. But what, what you'd find is that, yes, there is a lot of women in corporate events, but some of those really senior levels are not always the, the females. So, yes, the teams are heavily built up by women. But then, like you say, when you get to those senior sort of leadership teams are they made up of many women no they're not so and like like you talk about the sporting events world and the music events world is very male orientated and what you just mentioned there is absolutely right around crew why are our crews all men (laughs) you know women can do this hotel rooms for women as well (laughs) yeah Yeah, I've read a couple of crazy stories where for instance they were people were just advertising roles and just specifying in the job description men only because it's easier for them to to not have women because then they don't have to provide different accommodation and yeah very shocking. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's definitely something that needs addressing as well. Because when we think about some of those, I'm thinking about some of the crews I've worked with over the years, some really large scale crews, some of those roles are really exciting. And you'd want the women to have those opportunities to, to be involved in it and the lighting design and the technology and the AV. So yeah, absolutely. You'd want, you, you'd want your females to be involved in it. So it's something we should look at. Now, 
you mentioned the pillars of Nawi um, earlier on and which um, I did my research on. So I didn't know about the pillars of Nawi around networking, job opportunities and increasing rep representation. Focusing in on networking in particular, how important do you think it is in the events industry? I think it's the most important thing. Um, perhaps I'm biased and it was the most important thing for me. Um, yeah. And therefore I, I always encourage other people to do the same, but especially in events, I don't know what other industries are like, but I can't imagine that any other industry um, generates most of their staff and freelancers through Facebook. <laughs> I think no, it's no. quite unique. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just, it's very much about who you know and maybe not so much what you know. I think if you're good at thinking on your feet and you're reliable and you're hardworking, you can go a very long way in events, but yeah. everything comes down to your network. And it's something that we really want to build on through events and through webinars and just any which way possible where people can learn and take away tips and advice and just because sometimes it it's not just about who you know because if you don't work with people for two three years you're or even sometimes two three months you might not be the first person that they call when something becomes available yeah so how to maintain those relationships is also really important yeah I agree it's about being visible isn't it and keep and keeping those relationships live and warm and being and being current at that time completely agree um now I I start when I started out I found networking scary and overwhelming without a doubt and it is scary and overwhelming um I think that the internet's helped that in terms of like you can make those initial connections a lot of the time online and then yes hopefully then they they come into fruition in life and then you get to meet these people and then you build your network in that way but it's still scary and overwhelming just to put yourself out there um to meet people and take that plunge um what tips would you give someone that finds all that scary I think you just have to just do it, um, mm. but also just finding what works for you because different people are creative in different ways and we all have our own personality and I'm not saying that everything that's worked for me will work for, for the next person, but if you're, if you are more of an in-person people, just really maintaining those contacts and meeting up with people, being proactive, if it's more, I don't know if you're more on LinkedIn than using that people don't realize that as an independent you're you're a company you're your own brand you're the yeah. person that people want to work with because of your personality because quite frankly in events there are lots of people who have lots of skills and many are interchangeable and it's just being yourself not being afraid and just putting yourself forward not being afraid and I think that's the, the toughest challenge that most people have and struggle to overcome is just putting themselves out there and I think once you do it then you realize it's not quite so bad and you always look back at the first few things that you did and sort of cringe <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> but if you don't do those things you can't get to the next steps and you, you just have to put yourself out there and not be not be shy yeah, I agree. It's knowing your voice, isn't it? It's knowing what you're good at and what you're putting yourself out there for as well. So you're trying to build the right connections for the right industries that might be interested, you might be interested in working in um, and where you know that you're going to add value. So being confident around what you can bring to the table and, and make sure that your chair is firmly at that table to have those conversations too. Really important. So obviously thinking about um, 
women being better represented within the industry and looking at different companies and organizations out there obviously some of your friends and colleagues as you mentioned there had said oh actually we're quite progressive we're doing this already but we know that not all organizations are so what should organizations be thinking about to make sure that they are being more inclusive i think there are lots of lots of different points really um there's no one magical answer it really is just making sure that in every step of your business that it's inclusive so whether that's during the recruitment process whether that's on the daily operations whether that's the longer term goals and just really making sure that you're reaching out to everyone and I think when we talk about women in events I like to talk a lot about inclusion and diversity in general because I do think we talk a lot about women that's how now we was founded it is part of our core but more and more we're focusing on inclusion and diversity and whether it's people from different backgrounds whether it's people with different religions it really just is making sure that when you look around the room you don't just (laughs) look at your company and think oh my goodness we've suddenly fallen into a uh, a very stereotypical because it could be all all women and no men or it could be people from just one background or just one culture so it really is just making sure that there's a real mixture and that we can and just understanding that the more diverse a company is the richer it is and not the opposite absolutely and how how are now we trying to help organizations to do that or is it more um, individuals led that you are working with so we have lots of goals we have loads of ideas we have so many things that we would like to do unfortunately not enough hours in the day to do everything um so there are currently five of us on the committee um we've been working very hard for the last six months behind the scenes um we've only recently just sort of gone live with all the new branding the new website the new linkedin page um so we've kind of discussed our short-term goals and then our long-term goals yeah um, we don't want to uh, run before we can walk. So we really want to just make sure that we're doing each each step properly. Um, in the longer term, we definitely would love to have some kind of documentation or a charter or something where we can assess if companies are um, being inclusive and diverse. Um, and if they are, we hope that they would be proud to adhere to our scheme and then share our, our branding on their website and we can help promote them because we want to make sure that we're promoting companies that are going to provide equal opportunities. So it's a two-way street. We can help companies. They can, well, help themselves a little bit by making sure that, and also it's just, I think when it comes to um, the bottom line, which it often does with companies, they don't necessarily have the time and the money or don't want to spend the time and the money thinking all these things through themselves so hopefully that's somewhere we can help by just providing a framework providing guidelines um whether it's questionnaires whether it's gathering any kind of feedback really just to make sure that they are on the right track and then hopefully it's something we can implement in the future it's great it's like yeah it sounds like you like you know that you need to take the steps first the baby steps first and start the conversation and then look at those charters and how you can actually benchmark and support companies going forward it is wonderful if you had a magic wand okay and you've got this wonderful magic wand and you can use it in any way possible and you could ask the global events industry to change one thing what would that be 
that's really funny I asked that question when I was um, hosting a panel discussion at Amazing. EPS last year <laughs> great question <laughs> um if I could change one thing um I guess just equal opportunities for everyone and for people to just be perceived for the work they provide not the way they look not their gender not their age and just for people to be given equal opportunities I think yeah I agree. I think, like for me, it's all around building women's confidence, isn't it? Because we know there's certain things that women are rubbish at. They will look at a job description, for example, and if they can't do sort of 70% of what's on that job description, they'll go, ah, that's not for me. And I'm, the percentages are probably not right, but I know it's very different. And then a man might look at it and they could probably do 25% of what's on that job description. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm applying. You know, so what's the confidence difference there is, is just vast, isn't it? So it's around like helping women understand their worth and understanding what they're good at and where their transferable skills lie um, and not being afraid. Like when we look at the gender pay gap as well and not being afraid of going, actually, this is how much I'm worth and I'm going to put myself forward and make sure that that's what I, I'm not going to take any less than that for the roles. Obviously, if you can do that and you're in a, a fortunate position, but there's so many touch points, isn't there? And making sure that women haven't got that imposter syndrome, which seems to follow us around quite a lot. So there's so many ways that you guys can help. Absolutely. Those are all things that are on the cards for our virtual events. So we aim to do one event every month. It's going to be online so anyone can access it, whether they're in the UK, abroad. Um, of course, we're going to do in-person events where people can really put themselves more out of their comfort zone, really network in person. But with the online events, we can just do so much more. And yeah. although we do want to cover topics like specific parts of the industry, so maybe it's technical production, maybe it's lighting, maybe it's all different aspect we also want to cover things like well-being mental health imposter syndrome syndrome um how to network how to negotiate rates you know all of those things which quite often they don't really teach you at uni um but the things that you will have to do the moment you step this into the industry yeah definitely great um tell us more about where we can find out about now because i don't think we've covered that in terms of you talked about a website there so um and are you on socials where how can people find out more if they want to get involved yeah absolutely so we have a website which is nowi.org and we have a linkedin page which is, which is just nowi and we also have a facebook group which is women only um but it is open to anyone um when you sign up you can also add your email address so we're going to be doing newsletters um and we're also going to be at the event production show in March brilliant so there'll be we have a store this year we've helped curate um panels um we've placed women on different panels so we've been very heavily involved um mash media who run the event production show have very kindly sponsored us as well nice. so they're really helping us out um we're going to be doing um yeah um an event in london at some point soon and covid dependent so um hopefully we'll have some exciting announcements in our newsletter and um, we're soon going to add a page to our website. So if anyone would like to get involved, whether it's volunteering at an event, whether it's doing some marketing, it's a bit of an all hands on deck situation, really. So if anyone would like to get involved, have skills or they would like to develop certain skills, then we're going to be opening up a new page soon, which will allow for those opportunities. 
Fabulous. Yeah, I love it. it's going to grow. I can feel it already how quickly this is going to grow because you've definitely got momentum and being at the event production show is just going to be such a platform for you guys. I'm going to put you on the spot now. I didn't tell you about this question, but I'm just, yeah, I'm interested to see what your answer is. Um, in terms of women in events then, talk to me about one of your role models. They can be anywhere within events. Have you got a woman in events that you absolutely aspire towards? Um, there are a couple, to be fair. Um, lots of women that I've worked with have probably all inspired me in different ways and they probably don't even know it. But, yeah. Um, one or two definitely come to mind. So Claire Goodchild, um, she's the one who actually told me about you. I know she's Claire. Been, <laughs> yes, she's an absolute legend and she's very well respected. She's very, just very together and just has everything under control. And I've never seen her panic or lose her temper or get frustrated. I know she she's always looking out for people. Um, and someone else who's very much the same, Nat Taylor, um, who also works in operations. Um, I don't know if you know the name, but she's been definitely an inspiration for me as well. She's helped me out a lot. And it's just really valuable having those people and just knowing that I can just drop them a quick email and ask them for some help or or just some advice. But they're definitely um people that I look up to within the music events industry for sure that's fantastic I did I don't know Nat but I've written her name down I'm going to look her up as soon as we finish this, <laughs> this call now um yeah I think that's important isn't it it's having those people around you that network around you and that's what's good about women that we can all support each other as well you're not just out there on your own so nice ones mine is Faye Faye Sharp so Faye runs the Fast Forward 15 mentoring program and um yeah she's she's run a lot of businesses and her story if you get five minutes with her and the way that she's grown and built her businesses and then built fast forward 15 as well is incredible so Faye a little shout out to you too fab <laughs> well this has been absolutely wonderful so people know how to get hold of you are you on LinkedIn as well if people want to find you on LinkedIn personally I am indeed yes yeah. I'm I've got two hats at the moment so I've been doing a lot of marketing uh, since uh, the pandemic hit so I still freelance at events, but I also do some freelance marketing. So I did all the branding and graphic design and um, website for Nowi. So I, I share a bit of both on there. Fabulous. Well, we'll send them that your way to, to say hello. And I'm sure they want to find out more about Nowi. This has been incredible. Thank you so much, Kat. Um, and I will keep an eye for watch over you guys in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Well, wasn't that an amazing chat and a really good insight into events from a woman's perspective? Thank you very much, Kat, for giving up your time and joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Now, don't forget out there, if you want to join the Events for Breakfast podcast community, we are online. So we are on LinkedIn, we are on Instagram, and you will find us on Twitter. If you'd like to reach out to me with any comments, questions, questions or requests, then you will find me on all the socials too. I am Kelly Frew or at my website, storymakerevents.com. Now, don't forget, if you're enjoying the podcast, then do subscribe at your usual podcast provider and then give us that five star rating too so we can tell the world how wonderful our little community is. We'll be back next week with more. Do take care of yourself until then. Bye for now.